Hello and welcome to the Proven Path Podcast. I'm here with Lance Kirshner, a real estate agent with Ad Properties, who is also a licensed appraiser? That's correct. I actually do operate my own uh, appraisal, residential appraisal business. So Lance, why don't you give us some hot tips out there for realtors that could help them benefit their sellers? Uh, first off, I would say spruce up the house. Uh, you know, get ready for the appraisal as if you were going to sell the property. Have it in good shape, you know, have the property clean, make the beds, things of that nature. You know, really just spruce up the property as if someone were coming through to take a look at it if, if they were a prospective buyer. Uh, second, I would say curb appeal also matters. You know, mow the lawn, trim the weeds out of the garden, uh, make the property presentable f- even from the outside because curb appeal does matter and this is being rated by the appraiser. Third, I would say keep a list of updates. All those things that you've done to your property to improve it, give a detailed list to the appraiser. They will include this in the appraisal report and when they're writing the report, they'll go back and look at all of your updates and that just goes to the overall condition of the property. You're suggesting a homeowner gives a printout to an appraiser of everything that's been done to this house. Most definitely. I think a detailed list of updates to the property is very effective. Provide details such as what work was done, when was it done, and even you know an approximate cost of it. Although the appraiser's not looking at what the actual cost is, they're looking at the contributory value of those improvements. If someone's done $20,000 worth of improvements, you know the appraiser's really gonna think about what, what these improvements have done to the property and how the market's gonna react to that sort of thing. Now, if you've done some of these updates and you're not pointing them out to the appraiser, he may miss them when walking through the property. We are only at the property for say 20 or 30 minutes. So it is hard oftentimes to capture every one of those updates that you've done. Now, if I have an itemized list, when I'm going back to write that report, I'm gonna pull it out and I'm gonna really detail all those updates that 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 borrower has done to the property. Another uh, successful thing that you may or may not be able to provide is some comparable sales from the neighborhood. Now, you live in the neighborhood, and you oftentimes know that your neighbor sold their property two months ago. Um, If you work with an agent, you can ask them to pull that listing and provide it to the appraiser when they come through. Now, the appraiser probably saw that sale, but we are human, and they do miss some sales. So if you are able to provide some comparable sales from the neighborhood to the appraiser, that may help your your case on the back end. Next is location still matters. You know, if you are in a preferred area or preferred school or a preferred pocket of your neighborhood, make sure you discuss this with the appraiser. Oftentimes in today's market, we're seeing appraisers coming in from outside the area, which I don't necessarily advocate, but that's the reality of the situation. So they may not know the area as well as you do. You live there, you know the neighborhood probably best. So these are things that you may want to point out that you are in the Burley or Coonley School District. These are highly coveted elementary schools here in the city, and you know it's not going to hurt to point that out to the appraiser when he comes through. Next, I would say keep the $500 rule in mind. If there's a repair that you can do that's $500 or less, that's going to drastically improve the appearance or the appeal of your property, I would say do it. Some of the more expensive fixes, it's hard to to say you're going to get your money back. But there's very easy fixes for under $500 that you can do to your property that are really going to make it shine, uh, such as replacing light fixtures or replacing outdated, you know, creaky ceiling fans, maybe replacing carpet in a bedroom that's, you know, been ruined by by a pet or whatnot. 
brand new carpet in a bedroom, maybe only a couple hundred dollars, and it's really going to make the room look great. One of the last things is uh, to remember the, the concept of effective age. The appraiser doesn't necessarily care about what the actual age of the property is. They care about what's called the effective age or how old the property actually appears. So if you can do things to make the property seem newer, a little bit uh, more modern, that's probably going to benefit unless it's an um, era-specific property, um, such as you know, replacing those light fixtures or removing those super dated you know, tile or whatnot. That really gives a property a dated feel, and that's going to parlay into the effective age for the appraiser. Uh, last, one thing that I do like to, to mention to homeowners is you know to kind of remove distractions from the property. An appraiser's only in the property for about 20 to 30 minutes. And when they're in there, they're really trying to concentrate on the property, the finishings, the overall condition. It's hard to do so if you have, say, your pet running around barking or, or nipping at my heels. You know, realistically, I'm, I'm trying not to get bitten by your dog instead of really paying attention to the property. So if you can remove some of the distractions, it's going to give them a better picture of what's going on and probably write a better appraisal report about the property. Those are excellent tips, Lance. Thank you so much. So, Lance, how can we get a hold of you if you have further questions? If you want to get a hold of me, uh, you can visit my website at uh, www.lancek.com. Thanks for being on the Proven Path podcast. Thank you. The opinions expressed here are the views of the host and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Council of Residential Specialists. Thanks for listening to the Proven Path podcast. If you have any questions or topic suggestions for the show, send an email to solutions at crs.com.